Welcome everyone back to attempt number 18 of not on this occasion. <laughs> I'm crying. crying. Attempt number 18. 18. Oh my God, guys. That's Noel. I'm Delaney. We made it. It is the penultimate round. Is that the right? No. No, penultimate second to last. <laughs> it is the ultimate. <laughs> the pen. I don't know if that's... It's the last. <laughs> it's the last one. This is it. This is the last attempt, I guess, of the season. Nope, this the is the last... last episode ever. Yep. You'll never bye hear bye. from us again. <laughs> no. All right. Bye. Bye. Cut it. Uh, but Okay. But yeah. No. Final, really. final attempt for the final Grand Prix of 2022. Of, 2022 of the F1 season of everything. We're going to talk about the highs, the lows, the drama, the news, and very briefly talk about the race. <laughs> yep. It Abu was Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> so nothing crazy. This is going to be more of the wrap up for the season, like the, yeah. the season as a whole. Yeah. It's going to be kind of a two part. We're going to talk about the race for like the first part of it. And then we'll, the bigger part of it will be the wrap up. Yep. So, so maybe we'll a little bit of yeah. a longer episode. We'll see. So Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Um, Delaney has mentioned it a few times mm -hmm. previously at other parts of the season that there may be a particular activity that I do during some of these F1 races, and that is take a nap. Yeah. Now, for the most part, I actually don't fall asleep for a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot, like, like most of them, like your Azerbaijan, I'll probably do it, but like, yeah. but there is a tradition the no yearly way. nap during the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix where I dream of a better race. <laughs> it's always what happens. And this, this I can confirm, always happens. Yeah. For this, this year, I was watching the race. It was lap five. And then it was one of those naps where you like blink. Oh, and it's yeah. Like, and then it was lap 30. And then those are good. Naps. And then I blinked again and it was lap 50. And I'm like, well, it's almost over. I better stay up, I guess. <laughs> You're like, I guess I'll watch it now. Like So the. So the yearly Abu Dhabi Grand Prix nap did occur. What would you rate it out of 10? Honestly, like I'm not, I'm not shitting you guys. Like I legitimately do dream of a better race sometime. Cause you I hear it in the background. Yes, I can hear it in my dream. Yeah, yeah. And I have vivid, <laughs> vivid dream images of like mm -hmm. a crashed Ferrari <gasps> or like a, a crashed Ferrari crash Red Bull on the same lap. And I'm like pointing Whoa. like, oh my gosh, it's actually going to be good. Crazy. 2017. I, I 2017. I, I don't remember what I did, but I remember waking up to the real Abu Dhabi Grand Prix and being like, oh shit, all that stuff I thought happened didn't happen. That was a dream. You're like sad. <laughs> I think in, if, in the future, maybe one day we'll, we'll have dream technology where we can scan your brain and then we'll have like a great reality TV show <laughs> and put it on TV. Yeah. We'll it make to millions. The, hey, FIA. Here's, hey, what's here's what you need to have. You got to do race. this. Call up Michael Massey. Bring him back. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that, honestly, we could probably be done talking about the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix from that. But yeah, I think I figured out Abu Dhabi. All right. Uh -oh. I figured out the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. The There's always been something off about this race. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's 
boring as hell. Mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi, I went back and watched the race highlights for every single Abu Dhabi Grand Prix that I would have seen Ever? 2017 oh. onwards. Yeah, yeah. Always the same race. Yeah. Pole sitter just runs away. This always happens. Not always the pole sitter. The person who gets the lead always right. just runs away with it, never yeah. looks back. Exception, of course, being last year, but we're not gonna talk we'll about get that. to that. That's that an was anomaly. a that was a <laughs> yeah. That was a bad race. Yeah. Abu Dhabi. You know, back in maybe high school, middle school, elementary school, when you like played a sport, mm-hmm. at the end of the season you get this banquet. Oh yeah. Where yeah. you you see everybody again. Yeah. You yeah. see every, everyone's there. It's you like still a team. Yeah. <laughs> Abu Dhabi as a place feels like a place where you would have a banquet like that, especially for mm-hmm, F1. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think what happens is the FIA is like, let's have this banquet. Yeah. But, you know, since everyone's there, why not put a race on while we're there? Fuck it. We've got a track. It it has all the things a track has. <laughs> so Sure. We've got... <laughs> We've got all this, and we will throw on essentially a ceremonial race. Like, it is a race. We'll throw on a ceremonial race where you don't have to worry about anything happening. Yeah. You're not going to wreck your shit. Track sucks. Like, it's a race, but it's more to get the pictures, like the fireworks and the great moments of the donut. So it's... Abu Dhabi, honestly, if the season is wrapped up, if the championship is decided, it's a it's a great place to throw on the last race of the season for Party. from a picture standpoint, from yes. like a moment standpoint. Yes. But so I yeah, agree. <laughs> Abu Dhabi is like the perfect spot to like because you know an awards banquet, I don't want to say it's not fun, but it's meant to like celebrate yeah. the season. Abu Dhabi is a perfect place to celebrate the season. Yeah. You get everything. If this championship's over. Well, it's fine. Yeah, like, but if it's not over oh, and you get like a 2021 situation drama where the race is the the worst possible way to end a championship like 2021. Yeah. They got lucky. Yeah. Um, well, not really because it's the most controversial <laughs> thing ever, but like, did not I lucky. liked it. Like I, I remember Abu Dhabi 2021. Like I, I, rem- I will remember that forever. Yeah. But, I could recite you the entire <laughs> last five laps of that race. <laughs> but it's like, it's just, if you if you accept the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix as like, if you watch it as like, oh yeah, like yeah. it's over. Like it, it's, you know, we had a fun season. Yeah. Like if you spend the whole entirety of the race remembering all the fun times we had this season, yeah. then it's like a, it's, a, it's, 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 it's the final fine. lap. It's a good. It's the outlap of the yeah, season. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's what I think of. That's what I think Abu Dhabi is. They should probably build another track right next to it. Like basically just copy Silverstone, like a real yeah. racetrack. Like a real racetrack. <laughs> and if the championship is not decided, you race at the actual track. Or, or you know, I'm sure Abu Dhabi pays a lot of money for their Grand Prix. But if the championship is not decided yeah. in the one race, they should be like, hey, Abu Dhabi, Sorry, but we're going to Silverstone to right. settle this championship because we'll be back. Your shit suck. Like <laughs> your shit sucks. No, I I agree. I was also thinking that because like when you started saying that, I was like I had a similar thought. It was I was driving home from work and I was thinking about the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix because I did not really watch it and I was like thinking about like man, they should really get rid of it. But then I was thinking in my head, I was like, then what would be the last race of the season? And it was kind of like it. It's kind of one of those things where it's like 
we don't like Abu Dhabi because it's not a fun race to watch, but like there isn't any other race I'd want it to be the last race of the season. Because if you think about it, if any other race was the last race, it would kind of have a similar aura around it and have a similar like idea. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad it's Abu Dhabi because it's boring. Yeah. Like if it was super exciting and then also on top of this, like Sebastian Vettel's leaving, all these people are leaving, all the sad stuff, donuts, they, 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 like it would just be too much. So I think it's got to be one or the other. It doesn't. Because otherwise we'd have 2021 again. And that was just a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't get me wrong. I want the championship to like go down to the last race of the season. I think that's super exciting, but it, it, Abu Dhabi's not a good place to To have an exciting race. Yes. A good place to hype up. Like even last year, like the championship is not decided yet, but it's the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. There was like a, Kind of like there was uh, not a lot. I was not like super hyped for that. Like it was, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Like last year, like watching this race because this is not a race I'm ever. This isn't a race you get hyped for. This is no. like a race. So, I think Abu Dhabi, like the track. It, I've said this before. Like it looks, it looks nice. Like it, yeah. you, I, the donuts. At, uh, it's a night race. I think it's a night race that is pulled off because it's the last race of the season and you get the donuts and you get the, mm. all that stuff. They like started it when the sun was setting this year, which I don't know if they did that last year, but I like, think but I like I that. that yeah. Like it's not like Suzuka or um, any other night race where it's like, you're starting the race and it's like pitch black. Like I kind of liked it that. So yeah, I think I agree with that. I agree. I think it's, I think it is very much like a banquet. We'll just forever call it that now. So Brazil's the last race of the season. Brazil, Abu Dhabi is the banquet. <laughs> Brazil Brazil is the compet- end of the competitive season. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Las Vegas, if the championship is not decided, Las Vegas will, well, well. it's slated to be the end of the competitive season. But yeah. that race might be a... We'll see. It might be a like a, oh, look at this race. Wow. Like, you know, it's we'll like a Monaco style race. Later, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's... We'll talk about the race specifically a little bit later, but honestly, like that kind of covers it really. Like that's yeah. like nothing. Really like we crazy didn't we didn't happened. talk about anything that happened in the race because if you saw 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017 Abu Dhabi you Grand Prix, you saw it. You saw the race. The like, only the only thing that happened during the race that actually is worth worth noting is Charles Leclerc got second and Sergio Perez got third, which locked in that Charles got second in the championship that's it that's yep. really it like that was yep. like the big like they're going into the last race tied like da 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 da. just don't work like that also side side tangent if anybody follows any any f1 driver <laughs> any f1 team any of them on any sort of social media you saw that there was this nice fancy dinner that they had on thursday night right we'll talk about that later because i have some things to say about the seating arrangement <laughs> But supposedly, George Russell during the press conference spilled beans, spilled the beans and toast because he's British, that Charles Leclerc admitted that he has a contingency in his his contract that if he were to get second in the World Drivers' Championship, he would get a a race. He wanted the money. (laughs) So that's why in Brazil, he was like, think about the championship. He wasn't saying think about the championship because he cared. He was like, think about the money you're going to give me. Think about my friend, man. (laughs) Tell Carlos Sainz to keep his eyes on his own paper. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that bread. (laughs) Yeah. So that is the only thing that really happened during the race that is worth noting. Um, 
the, everything honestly, else. That, everything like, else that we're gonna talk about is like happened after the race. Honestly, yeah, most of the stuff that happened relates to these drivers leaving that are yeah. done. So honestly, we'll get. To we it. probably won't even say anything. More. Max Verstappen won. Like Max Verstappen, yeah, we know. Lights the flag won. Like that's yep. And that's Abu Dhabi. All right, news. News. Let's get right into the news here. I don't remember if this happened after Abu Dhabi or right before. I think it happened right before. Are you talking about Hulkenberg? Hulkenberg happened like Thursday before Abu Dhabi. All right, all right. Next year, Haas F1, new driver. They've wow. dropped Mick Schumacher, new driver in air quotes. Quote, quote. Nico Hulkenberg will Nico be driving Hulkenberg. for Haas F1 next season. <clears throat> Which Nico Hulkenberg holds the record for having the most F1 starts without being on the podium for any of those. <laughs> so he's back for the fourth time, baby. <laughs> like I don't get it. Anyways, I, have a I, I, <laughs> I, I don't think this is a horrible decision. I think he's a good driver, but I think it's kind of in line with like what Haas really want their drivers. I mean, they stuck yeah. on to Grosjean and Magnuson for so many years because of the experience. They don't have the money for a, a young rookie crotch rocket and i don't think they want the like, new, i don't think they want the new the rookies don't. because they kind of that's what williams is for. they kind of came in and like hey let me play with this car oh i broke it like it, there yeah. was a lot of that like with with the with, kids last yeah. year so like they're probably um, hurting for some money right now <laughs> so we'll talk more about mick schumacher who is being replaced mm -hmm. a little bit later um but yeah nico hulkenberg is going to be driving for haas next year so I think it, uh, I, we'll see. We'll see. I think he's a good driver. It'll it just it, be a it depends see. how good the car is. It, it's My, now mind you people don't, don't judge Nico Hulkenberg on his performance that he had at the beginning of the race when he, at the beginning of the season, I should say when he was subbing for Sebastian Vettel, remember Nico Hulkenberg used to also be Daniel Ricardo's teammate at Reynolds. So keep that in mind. We'll yep. see. Yep. He is, he is like, I don't know. I, I I don't know who said it to me, but I, maybe I read it somewhere that somebody was like, Nico Hulkenberg, the reserve driver, that's it? And it's like, no, no, no. He was an actual driver at one point. Like Honestly, Nico Hulkenberg's best performances, I think, were during 2020, mm -hmm. which, by the way, fever dream of a season, but more on that some other day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nico Hulkenberg replaced Sergio Perez and Lance Stroll mm -hmm. for one race each, essentially. He DNS'd for one of them, but one of the he did it for three but only started two of them because of something. And he got points in both those races. Like he yeah. drove phenomenal races. So that's the kind of Nico Hulkenberg that's like We hope to that, see that 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 hopefully we get. Also, I they you guys would hate me if I didn't mention this, but twenty seventeen, I think, some year, mm -hmm. him and Kevin Magnuson crashed. Oh, and yes. they had a little bit of a they had a little the bit meme. of a altercation in the in the media pen where Kevin Magnuson said, "Suck my balls, mate." So yep. they're teammates now. They're so. teammates now. We have a lot of teammates <laughs> this coming year that are going to be some pretty interesting pairings, and I'm really interested interested to see how the marketing team um, plays them up as besties because they're not. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, maybe they're over it now. I don't know. Well, we uh, have, I have like three teams on the top of my head that each one of the pairings. I'm like, I don't know how they're going to like really play this as like friends. So we'll see. So. Next new driver, this came out after Abu Dhabi. Mm -hmm. We talked about this before because it was like agreed in principle, basically. But <laughs> it's like spoken word. <laughs> but Logan Sargent will be driving for Williams next year. And you know what that means. Tell me what that means, Delaney. 
USA baby's <laughs> back on the fucking track for the first time for the first time since 2015 ooh, ooh, ooh. Alexander Rossi drove like four or five races for Manor Marusha which is not even a team anymore who Alexander Rossi uh he did go on to be pretty good in IndyCar uh first full-time driver since 2006 Wow. Scott Speed drove for Toro Rosso. That's not a real name. And the first half of 2007, he also drove. And you know who replaced him? No. Sebastian Vettel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be like Daniel Kvyat. Not 2007. Daniel Kvyat was probably like seven. Then. Seven years old, yeah. Uh, Sebastian Vettel. That was the guy he replaced oh. to get into Toro Rosso. So um, Sebastian Vettel. For the better. Nev- there was never a full-time United States driver for the entirety of Sebastian Vettel's career. Wow. Because he took the job of the one guy. In terms Damn. of Logan Sargent. How do you feel, Noel? You know, you know. Uh-oh. I. Um, we know how we feel about the F2 drivers. I, I, I looked up. Look it up. Like some of the other, like the more recent F2 driver, like the Zhou Guan Yu's and the, you know, the, the yeah. more recent rookies. And. Logan Sargent almost won F3 in 2020, I think. Uh-huh. And then he finished like seventh the year after. Uh-huh. And then this year he finished fourth in the championship okay. for this year's F2 season. He won two races. Okay. One of them, he actually finished fourth, and the three people ahead of him were penalized or disqualified. So oh. he won one race, essentially. One by default. <laughs> so I don't know. Because Lando Norris didn't win F two either, but he's a he's a great driver. So yeah, I, he Logan Sargent a sleeper. Logan Sargent is not being hailed as like the next big thing, like yeah. Leclerc Norris. So I think we're gonna have a more of a Zhou Guan Yu Yuki Sonoda type mm-hmm. driver at least for the first season. Obviously, I hope he does well. Yeah, I hope he gets a couple seasons, mm-hmm. but I don't. I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect him to light up the grid next year okay could you, could you imagine just based on like how alex albon was racing like i would say alex albon was like a a, a a a pleasant surprise about how well he was racing um if alex albon and logan Sargent just like dominated the midfield and just like clawed their way from away from the back markers and just like became like wouldn't that be crazy that'd be great i think you I know that honestly i think if Williams can make a decent car, which they have yet to show me they can. Yeah. And basically it ever. But I think Alex Albon probably got a little bit more out of the car that was there. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know. More than Latifi. Yeah. Sorry, go Tifi. Um, so I, it depends. But I don't think, I don't see Logan Sargent as like a George Russell. Like he was a rookie yeah, at yeah. Williams. And I mean, his first season wasn't even like great. He didn't get the title of Mr. Saturday until his second season, but yeah, I, I, I think he'll score points. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think, um, I think what, Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, you brought the point of like, there's other F2 drivers that could have been like, he, he wasn't like the winner of F2 this last year type of thing. What if he brings sponsorship and that's why they brought him on? And it makes the car better. Potentially, yes. That's so. I don't know. I don't so know anything did, about Logan so, Sargent. I don't know. He's twenty one. 
He's a 2000s baby, just like us. He was born on December 31st, 2000, the very last day of the year 2000. Barely. He's barely a 2000 baby. Sorry, not like us, like me. Yeah, I'm born Sorry. in 1999. I'm a 90s kid, bro. <laughs> you know what else? 90s kid born you know in 1999. Makes Logan Sargent very interesting. What? He's from Florida. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for the Florida man memes to start. Florida man involved in crash and FP1. <laughs> Florida man flies across the track. Well, oh my God. so Logan Sargent, I think he... I think he'll score points. I mean, he's not like crap, but you know, Nicholas. Well, I don't know. Nicholas Latifi won a couple of races in F two as well, and Nicholas Latifi had like four seasons in F two before he went to F one. So, like, his brother's a NASCAR driver, Dalton Sargent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to him. He's gone. Florida man went missing. I don't gone. Know. I, I, he's not gone. Like in oh, missing. Like, I mean, uh, I just don't gone? know. I just I don't think he. Oh, I, I, I ain't seen that man in a while. Harry Sargent is a billionaire who's his uncle. His so uncle. there's there is your uh there is your um there's your there's your cash grab right there. His uncle's a, his uncle's a billionaire. He's the land troll of the US. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He uh he oh yeah, oh yeah. He <laughs> was a former fighter pilot from the United States Marine Corps. Sargent operates an extensive multi-billion dollar conglomerate of private global enter- enterprises uh, consisting of aviation companies, oil refineries, oil trading operations, alternative fuel development, and oil and asphalt shipping. So there. <laughs> His family is in the oil, so they have a lot of money. There we go. That's, that's, your, little, that's your mini dirt on, on <laughs> Logan Sargent. Not dirt. I, I shouldn't say dirt. Like... There's your oil mini background. So oil, the strolls have business, quote unquote, whatever the fuck that means. And then the sergeants are oil. Just like Nikita Madsen's family was manure. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like they all have something. They're not all just these like people that like came from nothing and like built it. Well, I mean, Lewis Hamilton a little bit, like Lewis Hamilton talks about, talks about that a little bit, how like his family like didn't have a whole lot. And they like, they like, helped him to become a race car driver and all that stuff. And like now he's the reason for the, Oh, I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Logan Sargent. Look forward to, we look forward to having it next year. I wonder, I don't, I don't think everyone's going to, I don't think United States is going to, there's not going to be a blue art, like a, like a rally, like like the U S army, like for Logan Sargent. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the U S is a bit more, yeah, Max. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Max. Oh, yeah, maybe winners. maybe if he wins. Yeah, maybe if he's good. But that's what I'm saying. It's his first year, so I don't think anybody's super excited because I don't really think a lot of people are. They're like, "Oh, you're going to Williams?" Like, oh. So we'll see. Daniel Ricardo. We actually already talked about this. Yup. Because Delaney was at the forefront of this news. I'm on Twitter before <laughs> before it even was announced that this was going to happen. Because of Helmet Marco. Thank you, Helmet. Because he got a little too excited and told everybody. So. Daniel Ricardo is going to be the third driver for Red Bull Racing next year. Woo! So he does have a thing. And, and when Delaney said this, I was like, I don't think he'd want to be teammates with Max Verstappen. But once they announced it, once I thought it, while I was editing the episode, I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Daniel Ricardo has never driven a championship winning Red Bull before. True. He can probably use the built-up, I don't know what you'd call it, the built-up anger, the built-up fight. 
from the four seasons, I feel like four the, seasons of being with Renault McLaren and one season yeah. as a test driver yeah. to build that up to be potentially be a challenger in 2024. Yeah. If they decide to not renew Sergio Perez's contract, which it depends on how he does. But honestly, I think Red Bull really liked Daniel Ricardo, So I, I Sergio agree. Perez's guys work cut out for next season. I think. Yeah. I think I, th- you know, even though Checo's my man this year, I think that I could definitely see him getting fed up with playing second fiddle to Max and, you know, Red Bull having the prospect of Daniel Ricardo like, being the second driver for 2024 and Checo just jumping ship and going to a different team. What team? I don't know. I don't. I, I couldn't even begin to think about the whole switcheroo f- two years from now. Like, fuck. You know the amount of shit we had to deal with with Silly Season this year? Like, I can't even imagine <laughs> two two more years of that. And, like, just be like, let me figure that out. Like, it's so up to chance. But I, I could definitely see him possibly going to one more team before he kind of is just done. Um, I don't think he's close to retiring, but I feel like if he ain't going to make it at Red Bull, I don't really think he's going to make it anywhere else, in my opinion. He could go to Ferrari. That'd be kind of cool. But I don't know. I don't know. I think I think Red Bull's kind of like I think Serge I think Serge I think he was in twenty twenty, like if he didn't get the Red Bull seat, he wasn't gonna have a ride. So I yeah. think I think but I, I think, think the, he's definitely done a lot to help him like get he's won races. Right, but I think I think his performance has showed that he could be a really good teammate. So I think if if another team is looking for that type of role again, they would bring him on. And could, but sorry. if he doesn't want that, then I think he would kind of just yeah. Peace out. And then Daniel Ricardo would have a seat. Cause I don't think Daniel Ricardo would ever play a role like Sergio Perez. Nope. He would absolutely. not, he, he would not play the minister of defense. That's the role. one thing that I don't know if Red Bull are going to want to do because right now they have a, they have two drivers that can mm-hmm. win, can win a championship and aren't going to wreck each other, like fight each other for a, for championships or for the, they're not going to wreck right. each other. Right. Daniel Ricardo and Max Verstappen. I bet you, they, they both can win races. They can both be title challengers, but they will not give each other space. Yeah. They've already crashed into each other yeah. while at Red Bull. Yeah. So or none of be, this it could be interesting. Like it or none of this could happen and Daniel Ricardo just stays a reser- as a reserve driver and they just brought him on because they need to marketing. be on marketing. <laughs> Literally just marketing because Max fucked him over so bad. Honestly, I'm super excited. They've got me already. They've yeah. got me already because Seeing Daniel Ricardo back in the Red oh, Bull. Oh, so good. And, and I know it. I know it. He's going to drive FP1 for the Australian Grand Prix. 100%. For sure. And they are going to, they're going to, I'm going to have to fucking buy that diecast. Like, I'm yep. going to have to buy the freaking Daniel, the new, brand new Red Bull with the three on it, like the old yep. day. Like, I'm going to have to do that. So, yep. they already got me on that shit. Like, that. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, they're they're back. A lot of uh, like I'm on Daniel Ricardo TikTok, so a lot of diehard Daniel Ricardo fans are feeling a little like they're happy he's still in F1, but they're like Red Bull really like they they feel like they he left for a reason back in 2018. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. I but when I did see him back in that Red Bull polo, I was like, yeah, good old days, good old days, like. Like I'm still holding out hope. I guess we can still have another Monaco moment with Red Bull, Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm. It'd be damn cool to see Daniel Ricardo show up in a challenging, like yeah. a title challenging Red Bull, and like 
Oh, okay, okay. Like race one, 2024. Yeah. Daniel Ricardo's back. Yeah. And he wins the race. Oh, yeah. Like his radio message, like, I wasn't gone. I'm I'm back now. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like, I, I haven't even gone know, like, nowhere, that, bitches. Like, it's, like, I'm getting chills thinking about yeah. it. It, it hasn't even happened yet. The like, true it's, redemption <laughs> arc that he deserved. That is a that's a damn good story. Yeah. I would get on writing that script, FIA. FIA, like, Netflix. <laughs> you better hire us. So, we got you. So, um, yeah, Daniel Ricardo. Back at Red Bull. We'll see where that goes. Yes. Uh, Daniel Ricardo will be a continuing topic on this podcast. Okay, so the next thing we, I think we said we were going to talk about it in the Brazil and never did it. Matteo Bonato yeah. potentially getting sacked, get losing his job. It's it's becoming more and more alluded to in in the ether webs. It's, it's like it's it's more chirp, nor, more chirps are yeah coming around. Ferrari saying, Ferrari denied that it was going to happen, but you know where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. I think um I think they want to like they're share all talking about like everyone's so that rumor came from somewhere. Yeah, and I think his replacement is frederick vasseur that's at least what the rumor says who is the current team principal for alfa romeo and even though that team is not super competitive i think it's more of like a budget like what they have yeah i think he is a good team principal he did essentially save that team yeah in 2017 when he took over so yeah and him and charles Leclerc already have a relationship because charles used to race for alfa romeo so people are talking about that like oh maybe if, if he, they have a better relationship with the principal that like He'll do better next year. So I don't know. I just, I think it needs to happen. I I don't know if Frederick Vassour is like the best choice. I don't know him as a principal very well, but I mean, any literally anybody else than <laughs> what happened last year would be better for Ferrari. Right and now. also just not trying to like stir any drama, but stir that pot. Ferrari's most successful days were when their team principals were British and French, not Italian. Sorry, Frederick Vassour is French. So Sorry. So they they just get a little bit too Italian sometimes. Be like, yeah, whatever. We're Ferrari, so we're gonna. Yeah. So I agree. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe just be careful. There's yeah. I'm I'm, I'm trying <laughs> not to skate. Trying not to skate on the thin line, but like yeah. Right. I maybe maybe it's time for a change. Yeah. I we'll just leave it at that. Because the last thing happened, I don't remember Maurizio Arriva Bene or whatever was the yeah. previous Ferrari team principal before Matteo Bonato and like the same shit happened. Like yeah. I've seen like Matteo Bonato maybe fucked it up, but like I've seen this Ferrari before. So change it up. You need to anyway, <laughs> less the less on that, the better maybe. Exactly. Um, okay. So we'll see. Yeah. Developing story. Hasn't come out yet. We'll see if that happens. Uh, okay. So the next thing I wrote was like talking about the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, but we did. <laughs> Like I, there's Nicholas it. Latifi crash. Like uh, there's, yeah. uh, there's more of that later. Yeah. We'll so, get to that when he so, you know, honestly, we're just going to jump next to the, to the sad, the sad oh. stuff, the sad. We're all so oh, you know what we need? Hold on. very sad. We're Hold crying. On. I got a song for this, this transition. We're crying because of course. Hold on. I have a song for this transition. Don't, 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 don't. Our favorite driver. I know. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, Nicholas Satifi. <laughs> and this will be a safety car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, friends forever, Nicholas Satifi. <laughs> 
That's great. <laughs> that was great. But yeah, that's my that was my transition. But to yeah, the, sad the real moment. sad Nicholas Latifi is gone. Oh. We oh so much to talk. So much Go she gave Tifi. us to talk about. Two points this year, and of course, and of course, we will remember him forever because of that safety car. That one safety <laughs> car. Wow, all the time together, Nicholas. And he didn't even he. He retired from the race. Yeah. Didn't even get to do donuts. Pulled, pulled we a- didn't even get to see any Nicholas Latifi donuts <laughs> on the, the iconic shot for Stappen, Leclerc, Perez, Vettel, and Nicholas Latifi doing donuts on the front <laughs> straightaway. We never got it. The funniest thing is that like people were like posting all these like really sad like edits of like Vettel and Ricardo and like um that's it just Vettel and Ricardo no Vettel Ricardo and Nick Schumacher oh Schumacher but people yeah people were like posting all this like after like Hulkenberg was like <laughs> they were like they were like oh we're really gonna miss these guys and all the comments were like what about GoTV <laughs> like nobody's like literally I saw zero edits about GoTV <laughs> like maybe maybe I maybe I have to make one maybe we're should. not all really I can't find the meme but it was something along the lines of combined Nicholas Latifi, Max Verstappen, and Lewis Hamilton have more world titles than the rest of the seat of the rest of the rest of the grid, (laughs) or something like that. Hate that. Hate that. Oh, I I hope he does. You know, enjoy himself, and he you know he he lives a a full life and finds a passion in something that he is good at and that you know he 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 loves. He might go to IndyCar. All right, almost as much as almost as much as F one. Uh, okay, so the real reason everyone was sad was Sebastian Vettel's retiring. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one that, that got us. That all got um, us. He scored, I think he finished 10th. He finished 10th because Lewis Hamilton retired. I didn't even, like, from the race. Oh. I totally forgot that that happened. Oh, I forgot that. Lewis yeah. Hamilton had a mechanical issue or something. <clears throat> um, Somebody's coming for you. That would have been probably good to mention in the recap, but we're mentioning it now. Cause oh, <laughs> Loki said you missed your opportunity. <laughs> Tell us, Loki. But yeah, Sebastian Vettel finished. Tenth. Tenth. Because Lewis Hamilton retired from the race. Yes. With like two laps to go. So he finished his final banquet. His banquet race. <laughs> his banquet race in tenth. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, shed, I shed a few tears. I was a little sad. I, I shed a few tears. I wasn't sad because it was over. I was happy because it happened. That's the way you got to. That's the way you got to do I, it. I, you know, we're really gonna miss him. I really think uh, he has done a lot for the sport. He's gonna continue to do a lot for a sport. I don't. I don't think he's like gone forever. He's not. He's not gonna pull a Kimi Raikkonen and just like disappear. He had a pretty solid end to the season too. So yeah, I, I think a, his last couple that. races finished out really well. So so Sebastian Vettel is gone. That's the one thing about this is that it's easier to talk about the Nicholas Latifi like oh man he's gone for real yeah. and not the actual like ones we're sad about yeah uh, Daniel Ricardo's also gone but we've already talked about him like he's he's he had his last race for McLaren he finished ninth yes haha <laughs> he finished ninth so he scored points uh yeah. for his last race with McLaren yeah um yeah I it just didn't fit nope him and Renault him and McLaren it just didn't work out um, but you know, he at least went somewhere. He, yeah, he has, he definitely, I could definitely see a future in racing with him. 
in some point. Um, so, yeah. And lastly, the last driver to leave the grid 2022 is Mick Schumacher. No. He finished 16th in this race. Yeah. He had a collision with Nicholas Latifi. We all saw it. Very, very, very. I'm mad. It's flipped. It's kind of flipped the switch on me for Mick Schumacher. Like yeah, he crashed. He crashed. Like he crashed a lot. But like, tell us, Delaney, what what happened? What it? You know what, what are happened? we gearing up? What is this? What happened that's causing this pop off? I feel like a I feel like a mama bear when it comes to Mick Schumacher now because like the way that fucking Hosh treated him was just absolutely disrespectful. Like they literally waited to the second to last race, the pen ultimate race. <laughs> to tell him yeah yo we're gonna resign you he even said at press conferences like hey i really hope that they do give you another chance because i i love racing and you know i want to be a part of this team and they say you know what I, oh fuck you we're gonna go with this old fucking man over here and we're gonna have him instead of you two races before the season was over before you even have a chance to even you know talk to other teams do anything nothing they were just like fuck you you crashed too much whatever I didn't know the extent of how they abused him, abused him at Haas. Haas supremacy over because of this, okay? Tradition in Abu Dhabi. The top three do donuts at the, on the last stretch. They also allow Sebastian Vettel to do some donuts because, of course, he's retiring. He's a four-time world champion, all that stuff. Daniel Ricciardo did donuts. You know, he finished ninth, didn't have the best years. It's okay, but they still allowed him to do donuts because he's not technically coming back next year. So they were like, Daniel, you." it wasn't on the main stretch. It was on like one of the little corner things. His team was like, yay, Daniel, like good donuts. Thank you. The crowd is cheering, everything. What does Mick Schumacher think? Oh, I'm not coming back next year. I'm going to do some donuts because this, is my la this could be my last time ever in an F1 car. So I'm going to do some donuts. So Mick Schumacher's doing some donuts, you know, having some fun, not on the main straight, mind you. He's doing it on one of the corners. His fucking team engineer comes on the headphones and says, Mick, you need to stop doing donuts. Seriously, stop. So rude. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. I think, they, so I, think his, I think his love you too at the, yeah. the after that probably says it all. Yeah, he literally said, okay, love you too. It's not even like a, it's not even like a, oh, you have to be retiring to do donuts. Like, it's yeah. just a thing. Like, just you a don't thing. need them. You don't need gearboxes, all that shit anymore. I mean, I think there's, it would have to have been 2018. Roman Grosjean in a Haas, wasn't even retiring, did donuts. He he asked, he was like, he was like, can I do donuts? And his engineer was like, Pitwall says no. And he's like, what does that mean? And we're like, and his engineer's just like, I don't know. And so he did them. He did them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's maybe, uh, I just think that that's like, uh it's the last race of the season. And it's like, not even it's, like he was doing them excessively. Like he he did a few and then he he stopped. Like I think I think for his engineer to put the seriously in there like really really drove it home that they really don't give a fuck about him. Like he could have been nicer and been like, "Hey Mick, like no more donuts, please." Like, "Haha, okay, stop." <laughs> like, yeah, like like okay, great. Like, thank you. Please come back to the please come back to you know, the pit, like come back now or something like he could have been more gentle about it. And I think as we learn in fucking Brazil, we all hear the fucking team radios because somebody out there picks it out and puts it on the fucking internet and we all hear it because of fucking Max Verstappen. So I don't know what Haas was thinking, but yeah, now I'm not very happy with Haas. And also sidebar, um, Total Wolf did make a statement saying that 
he is in conversations with Mick Schumacher to be their third driver. Schumacher belongs in a Mercedes. The Schumacher family said, belongs so. in a Mercedes. Because so. that's another thing that not uh, no and nobody's talking about this. Like, <laughs> no, but um, Mick Schumacher used to be a Ferrari development driver. Yeah, or, and that disappeared this season, I guess. So now because Matteo Bonello. So it it. it it's a sad. It's not even just Haas. It's it's all. It's everyone. It's everyone. And and I think I think Mick Schumacher does have a chance to be a really good driver. I think he had really good bright points in the season, but I just think he was with a team that was financially struggling, and they they just couldn't afford him to do that. So you know, I would I would like if maybe Mercedes kind of took him under his wing and like let him be a reserve driver, let him be a development driver, and just built up his confidence so that way he wouldn't crash any more cars and then gets back into it. But. I don't know. It, that made me really mad. Like seeing that, I was like, "Fuck you, Haas!" Like, I don't know who gave Mix Engineer the okay to tell him that, or if Mix Engineer felt emboldened enough to say that. But like, that just shows you the culture at Haas. That that's all I gotta say. If if McLaren, who we as as we know has a shitty culture as well, because they just booted Daniel Ricardo for no fucking reason either, without even telling him, and then they were like, "Hey, get the fuck out," and just like terminated his contract. They put a little picture on his fucking steering wheel and they even said to him like hey buddy like thank you for the best year like blah, blah blah they were respectful about it nope not to mick so fuck you haas no more haas supremacy we have a new american to root for now so we don't need you anymore yeah that's it's all. sad it's sad um i'm sure we'll see him again probably i can't imagine he's leave a Schumacher out of f1 for too long which by the way <laughs> yeah in our in our rankings video i mentioned isn't there another Schumacher or whatever? And I was like, oh, I got that confused with there's another Leclerc or whatever. But there actually is another Schumacher. There's a David Schumacher who is Ralph's son. Oh, so there is something that we that. got wrong. And uh, yeah. Um, I heard the other Leclerc is coming up hot. I think he's in F. I think he's going to be in F2 next year. Yeah. So I, I could. I don't know anything both about Both Leclerc's him. on the track <laughs> at some point. Maybe, maybe, maybe. All right, I'm going to skip through this because I want to get into the questions for the thing. Drivers <laughs> moving. Uh, next year, Fernando Alonso is going to drive for Aston Martin. He hates Alpine, I think. That's kind of Fernando Alonso, though. Like, I think he frequently has drama with his teams and yeah. has a falling out. Like, this has basically happened to every team that he's driven for. Uh, and, of course, Nico Hulkenberg is leaving Aston Martin's reserve role to drive for Haas. We already talked about that. Yep. Uh, and the new drivers on the grid next year will be Oscar Piastri, Nick DeFries, and Logan Sargent, who, out of all that, I suspect, well, Oscar Piastri's probably going to do the best because he's going to drive for McLaren, but yeah. I guess it depends what car. Um, Nick DeVries for Alpha Tower, I actually think, I, I said it when it first happened, I was like, I don't know about that one, but it's actually a pretty good deal because he's essentially in a reserve role that has a seat. So Yeah, um, um, somebody said that we should start calling them the Tiny Toweries. Because they're both short kings. <laughs> and it's a thing now. So. Okay. <laughs> so next year we'll be uh we'll be debuting the new team, the Tiny Toweries. <laughs> okay, we will be doing that. That's I just can't even I don't know who I don't know who thought of it, but I stole it from somebody. Somebody somebody on the interwebs thought of it. Uh yeah. All right. That's that's Abu Dhabi. Like that's that's a lot more than just Abu Dhabi, but that's this Grand Prix. Yeah. Now we're gonna move on to the wrap up. The wrap up of the twenty twenty two F one season. <laughs> so 
in line with what we kind of did when the podcast first started, where I had like questions and was like, "Hey, let's let's Talk answer these this. questions." Like, yeah, I've got some of them here. Um, and we're going to talk about them because this is more in line with the whole rest of the season. And then there's going to be a couple more videos. What are these <laughs> podcasts? One full fucking season. I still call them videos. <laughs> um, there's going to be more things down the line that we talk more about other stuff. But these are the um, main, I think, talking points for the end of the season. So we're going to talk about them. Because that is what you do for talking points. So the first the first big one, I think, it's a kind of been lost a little bit. We haven't really talked about it a lot. But there was new regulations for this season. Mm-hmm. A massive regulation change. And so the question I heard them talking about on F1 TV's post-race show, show where I ripped most of these off. Yep. The question was, did these new regulations live up to the hype? Did they make a difference this year? Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> that's all you get no I, I i think yeah i think we did talk about it really briefly at the beginning of the year we were talking about how they help you know drivers go side by side and you know fight a little bit more um it is kind of a dual-edged sword because I, d- I do think that there was some you know weird moments where you know we had a lot of issues with like overtaking off the grid and then like oh it's up to the teams now to figure that out like we don't have to the the stewards can't talk to them um and the steward thing could be you know tweaked a little bit um but i think overall yes i think this year was a lot overall a lot more interesting in the sense of like race by race, not so much like the overarching like championship. Like last year was obviously like way more interesting because it's like, oh my God, Lewis versus Max. But I think as race by race, like I was excited to watch the races. And then once, you know, the race got started and it was boring, then I was like, oh, okay, it's boring. But I was excited because there was more good races than there were bad races this season. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. I just realized I didn't write a question that's like, what did you think of this season? So, oh. <laughs> so that's kind of nice. Kind of what it more yeah. said. I, I do think that they work. I, th- I think they helped. They helped with following. That was a really big problem yeah. with the old cars. I, I, I think it, I do think the regulations help. I think according to Pirelli or someone overtaking was up 30% this season. That's good. And so there were, there were some races where I think it's still difficult. And there's some races where I think DRS was a bit too good. I think they should go about changing that for the future. Yeah, I agree. But Overall, I think they worked out. The cars looked cooler. Yeah. Um, so I, I step in the right direction. Obviously, with the rules change, you're going to have teams get it right and teams get it wrong and created mm-hmm. a bit of a spread. I think when we talk about our predictions from the beginning of the season, me and Delaney <laughs> were both like, no, it's going to be the spread is going to be like everyone's the same. It, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. that wasn't realistic, <laughs> but. Um, I don't I think, know, beginning of the season, think, maybe, but like now, no. I think, um, I think as the years progress, as long as we don't have another one, everyone will get closer. Hopefully, yeah. maybe. All right, next question. Now, obviously, the championship was decided in Japan. That's right. We literally, when Max Verstappen won the title. Yeah. But what was the race where you knew, like everyone knew, like... I have to look it up. Hold on. What was the race that you knew... I'll start this one, I okay, guess. Go ahead. What was the race well, that here, I got you, I I'm got asking you, I got my you. question? Hold on, I got you, I got you. So, Noel, as we know, the Japanese Grand Prix was when we decided the winner. 
Well, the Delaney. Je- <laughs> the Japanese Grand Prix is when we decided the winner. For you, what race did you know that the championship was decided? Hungary. When he started 10th. France and Hungary. The yep. combination. Yep. Hungary when he started 10th and still won. Uh, that also happened in Belgium. That guy just drove by with a full trash bag on his roof. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, Hungary, that was kind of where I was like, yeah, Max. I think I even said it um, going into the summer break. I was like, I don't know why anyone would even try anymore. If you see Max Verstappen yeah. start 10th and still win like that on yeah. a race where Ferrari was handed a victory and still lost. Yeah. Hungary. Yeah. I was going to say... I was going to say France or Spa was definitely the, I think, I feel like more Spa was where I was like, Max is going to win this. So yeah, I can agree around that time. Any, anytime, like I think summer break was when I was like, mm, Ferrari's kind of out of this. So yeah, Spa is definitely the, the big one. Yeah. I was already convinced by Hungary. Like Dang, I didn't need yeah. that 14th to first, like the 10th to first got me. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's what I think. Now, all right. Now, now onto the question, essentially the review, the favorite races of the season. Ooh. You don't have to have multiple. Are we limited? Yeah, I was like, are we limited to the You don't have races? to have multiple. You can. You can. If you just want to say one, you can. But I have three that I'll probably be like, yeah, these are the ones that I'm thinking. I haven't really like, thought about this one hard yet. So hold on. Okay. Shoot it. So I'm going to do them in, in, in order of like what not not from like favorite. Like I'm just going to do oh, them in order of like when they happen because they're all pretty equal in favoritism so my first favorite one would have to be the australian grand prix i think that was like the start that was the race of the season that i was like oh my god this is great like this is like that was like that was where i was like i'm excited f1 is back like this is so exciting and it was just like an overall much better australian grand prix than it was in the previous years because of all the changes that they made and i think that's what made it so much fun plus it's been it was so it's so long since we went to australia so. yeah Definitely the first, like, the real start to the season with, yes. like, the hype and everything. Yes. Yep. Um, my second have to be our our, our motherland country, Great Britain. <laughs> um, no, Great, Great Britain uh, Grand Prix was definitely, definitely, definitely one of my favorites um, for all the reasons. Every single reason. Everything, yeah. Everything about that race was just, like, chef's kiss. Um. I think, and then my last favorite one would have to be the Singapore Grand Prix. I think that was just a good race. Mainly just because Sergio Perez. Yeah. Sergio Perez won that race, so <laughs> I don't have really good reasons. He won Monaco, knew. too. You didn't like that one? Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I was going to say Monaco, but then I was like, mm, No, you weren't. No, I wasn't. <laughs> so, yeah, I say Australia, Great Britain, and Singapore are, like, my top three. That was tough, though. Those are hard to think. Word. Word, bro. Word. All right. And what about you, Noel? What were your favorite All right, races? I'll do it the same order that you did like by yeah. race, not podium up. Uh, so the first ones for me is the British Grand Prix. Um, this was, this was the best race of the season. Like I, yeah. I, there, I, it, there's not a, a whole lot to say, honestly, like this was just, this was the, this was the best race of the season. Yeah. Like I, I can't say anything. Monaco, else. Monaco was not the crown jewel. Great Britain was. <laughs> no, no, no. Silverstone. That's yeah. the race. <laughs> Next up is Hungary. Mm. That was George Russell poll. That was Max Verstappen. Mm. I mean, he did start from 10th, but he spun out and still won. I thought there was a good battle. There was a little hint of Mercedes. Maybe we're going to win this. Yeah. And they didn't obviously, but um, I thought it was, it was great. And then the last one is 
the United States Grand Prix. Ooh. I did say in the last episode that I thought Brazil was the best race of the season, yeah, but yeah. I think it combined with the sprint, I thought it was the best. Right. But as one single race, I I it's probably fourth. Yeah. But um, United States Grand Prix, I think it. Honestly, just that pit stop, just that, just that, oh, uh, yeah. just that Max Verstappen pit stop, and that I, I, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun race. I remember that race being fun. So yep. those are the three that I have. Um, that was my original third one. That was where I was like, oh, and then I changed it to Singapore because I remember Singapore. Uh, the only thing I have to say about this, and it's not really a review of the season. I thought, okay, it is. I, I. <laughs> I liked the season. Give me your elevator pitch. I liked this season of F1. Uh It was never going to live up to 2021. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, even though the British Grand Prix, British Grand Prix was great. I don't think it holds a stake to the, the great, the great races that we had last year. Oh yeah. Like Russia. Yeah. Uh, Hungary last year, Italy last year, yeah, Abu Dhabi, but not really because that one's that one's different. But yeah. like the even Bahrain last year, like that, just the races. I don't know if I need Ferrari to go back into the midfield, but I just really like it when other teams have a chance to like shine a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. This year, Lando Norris was the only non Ferrari, Mercedes, or Red Bull podium. Yep. Last year, I mean, last year, I think, what, like like 13 different drivers stood on the podium last yeah. year. So I think that, obviously, it's it's cool to have three competitive teams, but but they're not really three competitive teams. It's no. like it's more like one, and then Ferrari, maybe, or at the beginning of the season. And then Mercedes is a, another maybe, but like an even less maybe. So yeah. I think it'll get better. I will say this, this season, it was good. The races were good, but they were not barn burners, which is probably not to be expected. 2021 was right. Literally like the best, but yeah, I just needed to fit that in somewhere. Cause I forgot to write, uh, what you think of the season question? So yeah, I think we already answered this question. Honestly, most underrated driver of the season. I feel like we did this in a previous episode, honestly, but I don't remember. We did, but I feel like it could have been, it could be different now. So I have to think about it. Hold on. For me, for me, the most underrated driver this season is Lando Norris because mm-hmm. he had a he had a great season, but because McLaren Alpine was a better team, there was a lot. I, I think I you just didn't re, I just didn't really notice that he was finishing seventh or best of the rest every single race essentially. Oh, yeah. And McLaren or Mer- McLaren still got beat. He was pretty much in a season of his own or a championship of his own because he yeah. was pretty well ahead of Esteban Ocon in points. So I'm sure his back hurts after the season because he kind of carried McLaren. Sorry, Daniel, but he kind of carried McLaren this whole season. So And he was the only driver to score a podium yep. not driving for Ferrari, Red Bull, or Mercedes. So that's who I think. I mean, it, it's a weird pick because Lando Norris, we know he's good. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he, finished, he got a couple fifths. He finished fourth in Singapore. Like, I just don't even remember that. I know. Um, I'd say my... <sighs> It's it's a tie between two for two totally different reasons. So I'm, I my my actual pick, I think the most underrated driver is Esteban Ocon. I think like he had such a good start to the season and I think with the combined effort of Fernando Alonso even though he hates fucking Alpine now, but I think for the car that Alpine had, 
um Esteban Ocon drove the shit out of that car and like was there like he was fighting with Lando Norris he was fighting with the midfield he was up there he he didn't do what Lando Norris could do which was break through that midfield and get up to the guys get up to the front runner guys but he was still there fighting his way through the midfield and making his way up to the top best of the rest area as everybody else so I say he definitely was the most underrated driver for me this season. I think he was talked about throughout the season here and there, but I think people kind of, he got over overlooked a lot of what everything that he did. And then my second choice strictly for one sole reason, I think this would definitely go to our um, like big moments of the season. Alex Albon, <laughs> just for his fucking race, which race was it when he did like, the entire race and then pitted for one oh, lap. Australia. That was Australia. Yeah. For literally just for the Australian <laughs> Grand Prix where he, he raced the entire fucking race on one set of tires. That's it. That's all. That showed me that like, doesn't matter what kind of car you're in. Yeah. Just gotta do it. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's definitely up there. So he's my, he's my honorable mention, but I'd say Espen Ocon. SD bestie. Now we're on the chopping block. Yep. F1 next year. Isn't it, it's going to be like 24 races or something like that. Oh it's going to be God. kind of a lot. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's been rumors a lot. Like let's have some rotating races. Let's have some races that change every year. Mm-hmm. What races from the pool that is this season do you think should be chopped mm. from the 2020? I guess it'll be the force 2024. Like what? Well, I, I guess it doesn't matter. Which races do you want to see gone? Not mm. Saudi Arabia, because that's the obvious pick. Yeah, I guess Monaco like would also be another obvious pick. Yeah, yeah. And France is already gone, so R.I.P. So Gelvenouve circuit. Um, um, the the first one that comes to mind is the Bahrain Grand Prix. I I would not. I don't want to see that again. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't. I can't. I don't have a logical reason. Maybe it's just I don't want us to be in the Middle East that much. But <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and the other one that I can think of. So I think that you're gonna think this is a weird one. I say that we should, you know, as you said, rotate through. I don't think we should go away from it completely, but maybe take a year break from the Red Bull ring. The wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I do. I don't think that's weird. I like the Red Bull ring. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you're like, this, do year, I? this year wasn't that great. <laughs> you're like, do I but like I it? I think typically I think it's a decent race. It is. I think it's a very easy track. Yeah, like, I think that's I, my like, only okay, reasoning. Like, I know this because I, I used to play the F1 games a lot. Austria was my favorite track because it was the easiest. Yeah. So right. Um. So I think I think I like tracks that have more Bahrain challenge. and Bahrain and Austria. Hey, I tried to give you some. You know, you said no <laughs> obvious answers. I obviously would be like Monaco, fucking, <laughs> you know, Abu Dhabi, Saudi Arabia, like. <laughs> All right, my picks. Um, so Monaco and Abu Dhabi. All right. Um, <laughs> so my first pick is I, I really like the classic European circuits. Cause I think they are difficult. Yeah. They are not cookie cutter pieces put together. They're built into the terrain. Like there's natural difficulty, <laughs> but the first track, uh, I think it should go is Imola. Mm. I didn't think it was. I think, a- you, I think you said this during our Imola recap. Or like brief Imola recap. I think you were like. <laughs> Did we ever talk about Imola? Uh, I think briefly, very briefly. Um, I, I liked it as a 2020 like COVID race, like that. It was only brought on the calendar to be a replacement race. Mm-hmm. 
as I mentioned before, 2020 is kind of a fever dream of a season. I've been watching some of these race recaps and yeah. Mugello, which had the 2020 Tuscan Grand Prix, is so much better than Imola. Yeah. So if we need to go to Italy twice, which I don't necessarily think we do, no. but if we do, I would rather go to Mugello. I think it's a way cooler track. Imola, it's a very old, it's, it's iconic, I guess, to a certain extent, but I thought the race was boring. Yeah. This podcast, I mean... The 2021 Imola race yeah. is probably like this podcast probably doesn't even exist. It wouldn't have existed if that race wasn't good. But like yeah. the 20, this race was not great and I don't need to see Imola anymore. Yeah. I'd rather go to somewhere else. So I think we should just keep Monza being the big, big Italian race of the year. And the other one that is not this. I mean, this is. This is a duh. Like, I don't think we need to go to Qatar. Like, oh, it yeah. wasn't this year. I, I know. I, I Looking at these, like, there's not a lot. Like, I think I think Azerbaijan could be a rotating race. I like it. Yeah. But I don't want rotating races. Like, Brazil. That, that has to be on the calendar every single year. That oh, can't yeah. be a rotating race. So, I think Brazil, Aust- like, Aust- Austria, like you said, could be a rotating race. Yeah. I, I don't want to go to Qatar. I think that's... No. We shouldn't go to Qatar. No. And Saudi Arabia, which I said we couldn't pick, but, but I picked Saudi Arabia. I picked Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, I mean the World Cup's there right now, so. In Qatar, yeah. Yeah, and we all we see all the drama from that. So. <laughs> what would you like to see in 2023? Anything. What a broad question. That's like. These are the thinkers. I would like to see some ducks. These <laughs> are the thinkers. Okay, in F1. In F1. <laughs> I think the most obvious thing I would like to see in 2023, which I think you're gonna be like, oh yeah would be Daniel Ricardo racing in Las Vegas in some way, shape or form, regardless if it's like literally just a media thing. I just want to see Daniel Ricardo in an F1 race at Las Vegas. Cause he was so excited about it. That's all. They might let him ride a bike. That'd be cool. I'm I don't with that. <laughs> Sorry. TikTokers. That ain't happening. There won't be a third car for anyone. Damn it. <laughs> the wild card. <laughs> The um, FIA did not say no. I don't know if the FIA Twitter has said that. They got some stake. <laughs> um, what would you like to see? What I want to see in 2023, Santa. Santa. Um, I want to see. I want to see the unexpected winners. That's got to come back. Al, yep. Al McLaren. Like one of you guys has got to win a race. Yep. I want to see. Oh, we're picking multiple things. Fourteen different drivers on the podium. Yep. I want twenty, all of them. Everyone gets a podium. You get a podium. You get a podium. (laughs) I want to see Lewis Hamilton versus Max Verstappen again. Maybe Lewis Hamilton wins this time. My perfect story would have been Lewis Hamilton wins this race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that brings him back. He spends the next season. That's at least Ted Kravitz would want to see. You and Ted would be buddies. I want to see. uh, no Qatar. Um, I, <laughs> uh, I'm ready for this season. I want to see. I want to see everything. I want to see the best season ever. Yeah, they better. They better bring us some real heat if they're giving us 24 fucking races. I mean, fuck. Like, come on. We don't need any processionals. We have Abu Dhabi, so yeah. Please don't give us any none of that. Of that. Oh, hello. <laughs> Bite me. So, um, yeah, it's I. I want it to be good. This season was pretty good, but I want it to be. I think I think pretty. Better. This was our buffer season from how crazy last year was. 
and how crazy good last year was. I was going to make this point when you were talking about how like 2021 was last year. I think people forget how good all those races were because of the championship. And it was so overshadowed by the championship. Like, I think we have this amnesia of just like, oh, 2021, Abu Dhabi, like <laughs> fucking Max and Hamilton. Like that was insane. But like we had so many insane things happen last year that for this to be the follow-up season, it was still a good season for it to be the follow-up. Like it could have been, it could have been way awful, way awful, way worse, <laughs> but it was pretty good. And I think that, um, you know, we weren't, we weren't comparing a lot unless your name is Ted Kravitz and you were, but, um, eight time, seven time. So, uh, um, but I think, uh, I think he goes back to his apartment and cries oh, yeah. about Abu Dhabi. Yeah. He just has like a, a, a Lewis Hamilton shrine, like up and ready. Um, no, but I think, I think for what it was, I think this year was a really, really good year, which makes me even more excited about next year because, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, we already talked about it. You know, last year was such a high and this was a little bit of a low. But if this is the low, man, fuck. It can there only were go certainly, up from here. I mean, there were there were a couple races that were like total like throw them in the off. bin, like this yeah. sucked. But I think there were more in obviously it was a long time ago, but I can scroll through twenty seventeen yeah. and just think what happened in that race and I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm get dementia or whatever. But <laughs> early onset. But um I, I, there were, there wasn't any that were like, there were a couple, there were a few that were total bore fests, but yeah. there weren't as many. There yeah. were, there, it could have been worse. So yeah, we at least, I mean, Max Verstappen didn't completely run away with it. It looked like it in the beginning of the year, we yeah. might have something. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I, I don't know. Yeah. That's 2022. The one 22. we're in. 22. That's the one we're in. Um, and that's the end. That's it. There is not another race. Until March. We That's it. That's it, guys. Um the next couple months, there, we don't know what it's gonna look there like. There will be there okay, will so be there episodes. will be there will be the predictions. Yep. There will be uh like a recap of the podcast or whatever. Like this was the F one season recap. Yep. We'll do something re- recap. I've gotta like write it. I gotta plan it out. I gotta yep. do that shit. So that will be December, maybe. I don't know. We'll see when that is, but it will be before the start of the next season. Yep. Because if we're talking about 2022 predictions in 23, maybe we didn't do it right. But right. but <laughs> hopefully those will be soon. But I mean, there's, I don't know. I don't we'll know. talk about. It. There'll be YouTube videos. There'll yep. be. I do have ideas for sprint episodes that I think would re- well. Well, I have ideas for YouTube videos that would be really fun. I don't know if they'll do sprint, if they'll work as sprint episodes, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what that has to go. Yeah. So attempt 18, the final attempt. Signing off. For 2023, two. <laughs> Cordy's gone on for two hours, so. We're reaching, we're reaching the, the, the loopy limit. Yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the end. So yeah. that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Rate it five stars. Subscribe, share like, it, rate. I already did say rate five stars. So tell your friends, yell at your neighbors to listen to it. Start at episode ten and then listen from there. <laughs> send it. Send a postcard. Send a postcard. Print, if you can find our poster, print it off. Send it to your neighbor. Send it to your grandma, grandpa. Take a picture of father, our poster and daughter, send it to us. And be like, hey, look at your poster. 
That'd oh, be great. Wow, yeah. That'd be awesome. That's our poster. I've seen it before. We I'll, made it. I'll bring some to New York and I'll put some in New York. There you go. I'll go to wa- I'll go to Watson's Glens. If you see our poster in New York, give us a shout out. Give it the thumbs up. And um celebrate your knowledge. Celebrate your knowledge. Olivia Rodrigo. I don't remember any other running things from the season. Uh, <laughs> That's how the season started, Olivia Rodrigo. That was how the season started, but this is also how the season went as well. That's all. There you go. There you go. I don't remember what the song goes like that's going to be playing right now, but this is a certified hood classic. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Write us letters. You can email notonthisoccasion at gmail.com if you have any comments. Comments, concerns, questions. If you think that we need to change anything, if you need to update anything. Send us fan art. <gasps> Please. And that that's it. That'll, That'll do. do it. Check it. <laughs>